Hello and welcome to the Moons Over My Podcast, recorded live here at America's Diner, uh, where me and the fellas sit down and enjoy a fabulous meal from uh, probably from the classic Americana food uh, that Denny's serves up. <laughs> no? Is that not accurate? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's close enough. You know what's crazy is that I noticed that we've been coming here long enough that the staff is different. <laughs> a little bit. And actually, some of them just know when we come in. Yeah. Like, oh, you're going to do that? Here's your separate checks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Um, but yeah, but that's it. We just basically eat yeah. while the microphone's on and uh, enjoy your next hour. Yeah. No. Uh, we pick three topics and we talk about them in detail. And uh, what is on the agenda for our first show of 2016? Matt? Oh, am I kicking it off? You might as well, because I feel like yours is the most depressing topic of all You want to start off real strong? Start off strong. Kick in that new year. Um, uh, I think it was right before the new year, so like end of December, uh, comedian Beth Stelling, well known for her album Sweet Beth and her new one, Simply the Beth. A lot of plays on words there. Um... (laughs) And she, I don't get it. I don't, uh, get yeah. it. I, don't, I don't understand. And she, uh, she's done like Conan and all that, all those shows. The, and the Barbarian or the Destroyer? The Redhead. Oh, whichever that one. Okay. Is. Um, the Canadian. <laughs> he's not Canadian. He's from Boston. The Bostonian. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of like a Cindy Lauper's British. <laughs> yeah. 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 Conan's ca- Conan's Canadian. Oh, yes. okay. You have to understand, Derek doesn't actually care where anyone's from. <laughs> I <don't>. Gotcha. <laughs> And they're from where I say they are. He makes up his own stuff. That's so. true. I do. And, uh, yeah, so she posted a picture on her Instagram, uh, bruised up, and posted a story along with it about how her ex-boyfriend had raped her and uh, abused her. And it was shared all over, like, the comedy people on Facebook, and everyone was very supportive, uh, yet there are still those people who mostly men who mostly men who probably perform just at the comedy store probably frequent the laugh factory i would assume uh probably men who tell a lot of jokes about how women are bitches and stuff who were like uh looks like someone's you know trying to trying to get some sympathy so a lot of a lot of cosby fans is what you're saying <coughs> most definitely it was actually just bill cosby on my front page <laughs> But yeah, just a lot of, uh, most everyone was supportive, but there were a few people who were not as supportive, and it was not cool to see. Uh, I unfriended most of them. Uh, most of them? Yeah, most not of them. Not all of them? Some have very I mean, strong not, ties to the industry. Not Cosby. <laughs> no, I didn't unfriend Some Cosby. actually book me, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, and it was and it was so weird because I was at a show earlier today, and a male comic told uh, Pete Holmes told a really hilarious prison rape joke, and it was about how like that's like the only rape everyone's f- for. Like I don't want to do his joke, but he brought up Jared from Subway and how like everyone is stoked on that dude to get raped like and that's another way people are supportive you know when rapes brought into the fold and um then another comic followed him 
and told like a story. It was a female comic telling a story basically about how she was raped as well. And the show felt very weird for 10 minutes. Um, I could see. I could see kinda, that Kind of like awkward. this one currently. Kind of like this one currently. But it was just like... Look, it's our job to make rape funny, guys. Let's, let's is that, is that what we're trying to do? Okay. I have no I wasn't idea. sure. <laughs> I have no clue. I don't I'm know just, how we're doing things in the, this well, year. Well, look, look. I mean, you you brought up a valid point, though, about uh, with Pete Holmes about uh-huh. how, how it's acceptable to make jokes and make light of um, male rape, really, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it's somebody who's done something despicable, like getting off on child pornography. I mean, oh, su- yeah, suddenly the idea of that person getting forced into something they don't want doesn't seem so bad, right? Um, and so then people are like, "No, oh, it's." That's all right. Let's let's make light of that. But I mean, I can't say they're wrong. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely agree. I enjoy a good male rape joke as much as the next guy, unless mm. unless I'm the guy in that joke. Um, I mean, most of the reason I saw Deliverance was because <laughs> I heard a dude got <laughs> yeah. raped. I mean, I know Brokeback Mountain's up there. Yeah, like the, well, that's not rape. That's, 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 that's all consensual. First, no, 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 no. Hold up. Hold up. That first time, that's male rape. Well, I just want to point out that I haven't actually seen the movie, so Derek verified that he has. <laughs> and good for you. I'm just glad that you could pick this time to come out about it. <laughs> I figured this is the most appropriate yeah. time, considering the topic. <laughs> but, uh, well, I just, I just realized there's a, a male rape scene in American History X. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think anything that's like hardcore I don't, I don't prison... Know that that, I was going to say, I don't know that that seems funny. Because uh, <laughs> it is doesn't, when doesn't blood in blood out have like a. I think it does. Like the like the that. American History X scene is funny when you're, uh, like lying down in your bed and then you have an older brother and he whispers in your ear the same line that the guy whispered to Barry <laughs> Vineyard of "I'll make you feel real sweet, boy," and you just jump out of bed. You're like, "No, we'll not have this." Then it becomes a funny scene and you laugh every day about it. <laughs> so what Matt's trying to say is he thinks rape is really funny. Prison. Prison Just rape. Prison rape. Right, right, prison rape. Much Not like everyone rape. in the world. What, so this what, is true. What, what, is, what has compelled you to, to talk about this? Like what? Oh, um, well, I think his original point before it got stupid was the fact that there are still people out there that were be, being negative that's, towards yeah, this pr- person. In 2015 slash 2016, there are still people who like refuse to believe that that can happen like there are people who straight up say like oh well this girl's just looking for like sympathy Mm. this girl just wants you know people to feel bad for her for like she made it up yeah you know and that is insane that that's and i understand the like in a court of law you're innocent until proven guilty but like I feel like I've never really heard about a lot of women lying about being raped. It does happen. It does happen. Yeah, though. no, yeah. It, it absolutely happens. But I've heard way more about dudes yeah. saying oh, yeah. that they... Oh, yeah, no, for sure. It didn't. To say, to say that it happens enough to where we should accuse the victim mm-hmm. first, that's a li- that's that's pushing it. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. It might happen to the, the select few where, you know, you were both drunk and now you're accused of... Okay, uh, yeah, fine. That whatever. happens. That, that happens. But most of the time, you are not the one that's drunk, and you're the one that's clearly taking advantage of someone that is not fully giving consent. Yeah. So, yeah, you deserve the accusation. Nine times out of ten, you deserve what you're being accused of. Well, what do you think is the... 
I mean, there's not, there's no real solution to it because you can't change people's perspectives on how they feel about other people commenting that they've been raped. Mm -hmm. I and mean, that's just, you know, people are assholes. And we've discussed on previous <laughs> shows that the internet makes them bigger assholes. Yes, definitely. Because bolder assholes. Well, exactly. Because let me, let me, uh, same scenario. In person, one of these people is in person and she gives that story to them. You think they're just going to be like, you lying bitch, like to her face? <laughs> yeah. No. Definitely not. No. But the internet <laughs> opens up bitch. that, yeah. The internet opens up that, that avenue to where they can just be like, it oh. It does. It really does. And it's not okay. Yeah, I don't think there's a way, like, you can't change people's viewpoints, but I just, I don't know, it's just insane to me. What if? Uh huh. What if, and I'm just spitballing here, what if uh, all of those people that made those comments, you just find them and sodomize them? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. Okay. <laughs> that, that's okay? Yeah. Um, their their well, perspective might change afterwards. There, okay. <laughs> and, and you brought this up before we started recording, how you were thinking about changing your topic, because now we have learned that... Um, comedy god and legend and all around you know number one tv dad of all time bill cosby <laughs> is going to be he he had a warrant out for his arrest yep. and he was uh arrested and booked and he's now out on bail I believe. he's now out on bail and they a woman filed a yeah they're actually filing charges filing so, charges yeah against him. so here's the other this is I guess this can kind of go along with your topic and the fact that, like, people... the, the topic of men raping women. Yes, the topic of men raping women. Uh, is that there are still, right now, currently people that are like, oh, people are just trying to destroy, yeah. destroy a man's career. Really? Really? 50 women over the course of 30 plus years got together and were like, yo, we need to fuck Bill Cosby's life up. What should we do? Like... Get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. even, even, even if, even if half of them are full of shit, that's still 25 women that aren't full of shit. But that's, but that's like, yeah, that's also part of the reason why I brought it up because you have one girl, one female comedian who said this guy raped her and you have people saying like, you have a small group of people saying like, no, she's making it up. She's a liar. Like, that's bullshit. And then you have 40 to 50 women coming out and saying this comedian raped her. And then you have a group of people, a small group of people, saying, no, those 40 to 50 women. Like, it doesn't matter if it's one or a hundred. It doesn't Like, yeah. there will always be guys who yeah. say, no, those girls are lying. Like, yeah. those girls are out for something else. Well, and in the Cosby situation, like, I... I guess I understand from, in some way, the people that are like, no, it couldn't be. Because, you know, you don't want to think of your heroes in that way. But <coughs> when you have that many people coming forward, at what point do you just admit that yeah. this guy is probably not the hero that you think he exactly, is? Exactly, yeah. Well, and especially, especially when you break it down to the fact that, like, most of them can't seek monetary... They have nothing to gain from coming forward uh nothing to gain for that other than like they get to be known as the girl that got raped by cosby like that's yeah. not 
you don't get to you don't get a nightly show from doing that. Like there's no nobody wants to see like the women who were raped by Cosby on TLC. Like that's not that's not, not a reality a show that's reality coming. Show that. You sure? I'm People pretty are gonna sure. Watch. Actually, you know what? TLC is the lowest form of Yeah, I wouldn't put it past TLC. Actually, no, I wouldn't pat. You know what? Bill Cosby's innocent. I've decided now. Oh god. I cannot associate with you. Although, although <laughs> let's let's just say, for argument's sake, get, kind of getting back onto the male rape topic, let's say Cosby gets gets Jesus. jail time, okay? <sighs> At a man of his age, look, I mean, you know, the prison rape thing happens because you're not getting it from another source. Yes. So, but you still gotta want it. You gotta, yes. you know, nobody's gonna want to tap that. At his age, I just him, hope. First I, of all, I just hope. I just hope, hoping against hope. That even if nobody wants to, you know, give it to him, they at least have the decency to drug his food and undress him so that when he wakes up, he at least thinks he was. That would be fair. That would be totally fair. Um, I don't know. I just don't think people don't want to get, like, a dude probably doesn't want to take advantage of him because of his, like, cloudy eye that he has now. Yeah. It's very scary. It is. (laughs) They don't want to catch nothing. Yeah. (laughs) I guess speaking of prison... (laughs) <laughs> um, we'll just say sure, sure sure uh speaking of prison uh i don't know if you guys have watched it uh and if you have it you should uh but the new netflix series called making a murderer uh has been out for three or four weeks mm-hmm. not for about three weeks i think and it has caused quite the bit of rage and talk in general uh, it's been I out for about a month. Yeah. It's been out for about a month, right? Yeah, because and... um, I watched it before everyone else. Like, I hate to be that guy, but before I watched it. Was it cool. I watched Matt. it when it first came out and was telling people about it. And then, like, right after Christmas, people were like, hey, Matt, have you seen Making a Murder? Yeah. And I was like, go fuck yourself. I told you <laughs> two weeks ago about that shit. That's, like, everyone that's Derek my, right there. You tell Derek uh, about something, and yeah. he'll wait, like, months before everyone he watches at my it. No one told me was, about this. And then okay. he'll recommend no it, like, he this. fucking discovered everyone it. Everyone at yeah, my work was like, Matt, have you seen Making a Murder? I'm like, yeah, I fucking, I've been done. I'm moved on. I'm on Mr. Robot now. Okay, get out of here. So now, what is the show? Because okay. I have not so, seen it. I have only seen sure. it all over social media. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's insane. It is it's a a ten part documentary series about this uh, about this guy Stephen Avery, who in nineteen eighty five was arrested and convicted of rape and assault. And after oh, heavy, heavy, right, heavy right? on the rape yeah, talk tonight, yeah. guys. See? I got the I got the segue down. I know what's up. If we hadn't already talked about Cosby. I'm really considering switching topics. You probably should. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, so, and then after 18 years, DNA evidence comes out that it was not him. So he spent 18 years in prison, and so he gets let out. Right, uh, charges get dropped, and. Uh, after a year of being free, he's, you know, hanging out with his parents, back on the house, whatever, enjoying getting his Getting back into his normal life. Getting back into his normal life. And after a year, he decides that he's going to sue the county for, you know, wrongful, you know, whatever. And yeah. all this evidence comes out about, like, tons of different things that they did that was just just a blatant disregard for justice. Like, they, they really just grabbed the guy and were like, nope, this is our guy. And, like, ignored very obvious things. So that, part like, of... Part of the evidence that would have caused him to not be put in prison at all 
was that there was a serial rapist out yeah. around the same yeah. time that this event had happened. That they already knew about and had already arrested, arrested before. Once. And they, I remember they went through and were like, at the time that this happened, Stephen Avery and his family were at the tire yard that they own, or what, salvage yard, which is yeah. like an hour away from where this woman yeah. had been raped, and they drove an hour into Green Bay, Wisconsin, yeah. to like go run their normal errands, drove all the way back in like two and a half, three hours, all around the same time that this woman had been raped. Yeah. And yet they somehow got the woman to say, oh... Yeah, I know for sure who it was, and the, and the way they do it, it just everything like, about yeah. everything about this guy's conviction. You're just like, fuck the justice system. And I want to this is bullshit. Bring this up because you just hearing that you would kind of think, well, like, well, why do they not like this guy? Because that is a clear like, yeah, they have something against him. Uh, this was in the show, but a lot of people just kind of gloss over it. Like Stephen Avery. Uh, flashed a cop's girlfriend who ended up turning yes. into a wife, but he had no idea that it was. Yeah. He just uh, did it, like, because yeah. he was, like, a young kid. Yeah. Who, like, that's, I mean, I don't want to say that's what you do, but, Wrong like, move, you know, but No, but it was, and it, it was definitely something that, like, he, he did as a kid, <gasps> and, or as a young guy, and then he was trying to, like, start a family. Yeah. He'd just gotten these kids, and, uh, and because of who that woman was, they just immediately went after him because they yeah. already had a vendetta against him, right? Wow. And during the time of his incarceration, uh, there was even more evidence that came out that it was like clearly not him and they ignored it and they swept it under and they did nothing on it to the point where after he got exonerated, they went back and tried to write a report that they had this information. Yeah. And all it did was incriminate it. Like it was just, so you watch this whole case unfold, right? And then after a year, he decides he's going to sue. So he sues the Manawak County for like $36 million, right? All these people get to put, they go through their deposition. And then a week before they're about to have a hearing for this lawsuit, Stephen Avery gets arrested for murder. Yeah. Plot twist. Two years after he gets released, Stephen Avery gets arrested for murder of a woman named Teresa Hallback. And then the rest of the series is all about the trial. And then they get into, like, his nephew, who, to me, is the, to me is the crazier story. Mm-hmm. Because everything you see about this nephew, who is also serving time for his part in that murder... Uh, you watch the whole trial unfold and the way, ha- and you're just, it's, it's the most amazing, it's such an addicting and series. And this is it's all, so this, and this is all like a documentary. This is a documentary. Real, yeah. And this is, yeah, this is all footage all that was story. Uh, filmed over the 10 years of, yeah. like over 10 years from like when he was out till when he now yeah. most recently So was he in. convicted yeah. for the murder? He was convicted yeah. for this murder and, um. So him the thing, and his nephew are currently serving time for this murder. And the thing with the nephew, murder. uh, Brendan Dassey. Brendan Dassey. Brendan Dassey, which is so tragic to me. Ah. Like, it's awful because they show. Like, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but you should still watch it because it's just so fascinating. It doesn't even matter if yeah, you know it how it ends. Because I read how it ends, and I read that they were both there, and I still just binge-watched the series, yeah. and I was just like, there's no fucking way. So, there's no way this is true. Like, they show so good. interrogation room <laughs> evidence of the two cops interrogating the nephew, Brandon, Brendan Dassey, who is admittedly, like, from his parents, from himself, 
he is admittedly not of high intelligence. We're talking, like, he's 16 years old yeah. with, like, a fourth grade intelligence. Yeah. Like, like okay. yeah. yeah. And essentially, the cops bait him into uh, admitting that he was there for now, the... What's even bad, what's even crazy in that, not just the cops, but his own defense, his oh original public God. defenders... Yeah. Coerce him into a confession. Like, a confession. It's the most disgust. Like you watch it, and they show like this whole thing, and it's it's astounding. Like his his own defense uh, attorney's investigator, who's there, brings him into the room and tells him like, "You have to tell me the truth. Do you want to tell me the truth?" And like lend something, right? Le- yeah, Le- lend something or Chinzy other. Or, yeah. yeah. And so his investigator, a real his investigator, like brings out this piece of paper and he's like, Brendan, you need to write down the truth. Your mom wants you to write down the truth, blah, 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 right? Write down so what happened. So he writes down everything that happened about how he wasn't there, he went and played video games, he went and whatever. He was with a friend and then he went home. And then he went home around 5 o'clock yeah. and he called his mom. And the guy literally takes that paper and goes, yeah, this isn't true. I want you to write yeah, me it's about awesome. how you murdered this girl. I want you to, t- I actually here, I want you to draw these pictures and just, it's, it's, insane so you watch this and then not three or four days later he calls his mom and he's this is how out of it he is he calls his mom he's currently in jail and he's like hey so uh do you think i'll be home by saturday and she's like yeah i don't think that's gonna happen brendan and he's like well wrestlemania is on saturday and i don't want to miss it that is how incompetent like, he is uh, about what's happening to he him. just like is so unaware yeah of the whole thing and yeah, his public defender was just a piece of shit. Yeah. Um the the funniest thing I think that has come out of it is this so throughout the course of the show they get two new lawyers to or they get a, two lawyers for Stephen Avery to defend him. Um, yeah. The two guys, I forget their Stephen and Michael something yeah. like another first but these guys, so because they're defending Stephen Avery, like anyone who's watched the show has kind of garnered this like, oh, these are the two best dudes. Like they're the best lawyers. <laughs> like they're amazing. Like there's a funny Instagram post of like what a high school girl would write for like a teen heartthrob of like these two guys. It's awesome. And, um, so good. and they even went so far as to like, Brendan Dassey, like the family. So Stephen Avery had sued the com- the city, right? The county. The county, and was already collecting money. So, so he had money to get he really he good actually, lawyers. He settled for less. Yeah. So he settled for like four hundred grand, so that he could buy actual lawyers. Yeah. And then Brendan Dassey didn't. He, he didn't, didn't have, have money. Any money? Yeah. So all he got were like a set of public defenders. But then. Uh, the the Stephen Avery lawyers kind of found a way to work in proving that Brendan Dassey wasn't there so that they could kind of help without really being as lawyers and stuff. And they defended Stephen Avery. And it's just the most fascinating show because it's so, like, just in a small town. Yeah. Like, how fucked up the county is. It's, but it's the end. So but the crazy. end result is that both of them are still in jail. This, the end result is that not only are they both in jail, but they both exhausted all of their appeals already. Like that's how. It, oh my god! It's it's so crazy to me. Like 
And the reason I, I really wanted to talk about it is because, first of all, I just think it's it's a fascinating story. But the fact that it's it's a real story, like. If I were to just explain to you the bare bones of that and but not I, tell you it was a documentary, like you'd be like, oh, yeah, see, what movie is this? I don't like, see why you're so surprised about that. Because, I mean, in, in all the recent media with cops shooting people yeah. and then getting caught on camera going up and trying to cover it up. Yeah. Like, we already know the justice system is flawed. And the right. reason it's flawed is because it's run by people. And it's people yeah. who lie and cheat yeah. and steal and to get what they it's want. It's just one of those... It's one of the it, so with Stephen Avery for for myself like I actually have my doubts that he's completely innocent and the show clearly has an agenda of like they're they're trying to to put the justice system on trial is essentially what the show is trying to do right and I I do have my doubts about Stephen Avery I I think it's very possible that he might have had something to do with it he still maintains his innocence but the Brendan Dassey case is so far beyond my comprehension like it is it is one of those things where you and you're right because you do look at everything that's gone on recently in in the justice system and stuff like that and then you you look at something like this and it just makes it all the more real there's no i I don't know in that casing because they even show what happens kind of after they get this conviction and um this uh, a firm in Illinois that deal in like appellate, like appeals. Um, they actually take on Brendan's case, and they're like the most prominent people for appeals. And you you go through these appellate trials, and you're just like, there's no fucking way you would let this kid. Like, how can you watch this? And every single judge has been like, yeah, no, fuck that kid. Like all of it. Like it's unbelievable. It's so crazy to me, and it's it's just the I don't know. It's just crazy that, like, that that is the kind of stuff that Plus, happens. Plus, I also like, find it weird that even if even if somebody, if, like, say they, they convicted him, if it's clear that he's also mentally incompetent, wouldn't he be in, like, some kind of a nope. mental institution every, or something every, like that? Every judge that they have brought it up to, and every, every single judge has been like, no, he's competent to know exactly what he did. Yeah. Every single judge. Well, hey, look, if the kid has enough raw talent to be accidentally convicted of murder, maybe he will accidentally take over the Aryan nation. I don't know. Uh, he uh, might. Uh, he might. Um, another funny thing about, I mean, there is some funny stuff out of the show, is that, like, the group of reporters that they have after every day oh, that they have the trial. Yeah. So there's a group of reporters from, like, the local news stations and, like, the papers and stuff. When the trial is going in the favor of Stephen Avery's defense lawyers and, like, clearly shows that, like, the cops may have planted evidence, the cops didn't sign their daily logs like they were supposed to, like, the cops didn't do what they were supposed to, and it clearly shows, like, they walk out of the trial and these reporters kind of have, like, looks on their faces of, like... Because then they talk to the prosecutors, the uh, the prosecution, and it's like these two really shitty guys, Ken Krantz oh, and the yeah. other guy, and they ask them, like, oh, so, you know, uh, what the evidence they showed today, it just kind of shows that, like, the police weren't really 100% honest, and, like, Ken Krantz gives, like, the most bullshit, like, roundabout answer, and these reporters just kind of give him a look of, like, dude... Like, what the f- yeah. Like, you are a piece of shit. Like, yeah. 
you know, and then I don't know. I don't want to talk too much about it because I feel like we're just giving a lot I can of talk, away. This is one of those shows where, like, it's one of those Netflix shows that proves that first of all, Netflix is taking over the world, uh, and then second, it's one of those shows that like you talk about at work. So, like, yeah, it's like the point. Somebody there was a meme about it, but like, so like. It's part of like the normal question where like you go to a coworker uh-huh. and they're like, "Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. Oh, cool. Did you do anything fun this weekend? No, not really. Cool. What episode of Making the Murderer are you yeah, on? It's... Like that's where it is in the scale of like normal conversation. Um, but yeah, if you haven't watched the show, like I, you have it's, it's just such a, I don't know, and it's just happening in a small town, and and it takes out the idea of like. Because I know a lot of the things about the justice system have been somewhat skewed between how you view it racially. So uh, most of the things are like, it's a black issue, it's a white issue, it's a, you know, whatever. A lot of those things of, like, the mistrust is kind of where it comes from. Uh, they're all white. Uh, yeah. yeah, but there yeah. is definitely, like, well, a, there's a, a, class there's a class separation, you know. but it's not necessarily a race issue. Plus, I mean... There's, in this case, obviously, if they haven't determined whether he's actually guilty or not, but there are innocent people that go to jail all the time. For sure. Because, he, and it's he not. He did. But, already. But once. it's not, but it's not necessarily always even vindictive. It sounds like in his case, uh, there might have been some, some cops who had an agenda against him, but sometimes it is just. Te- like either a lack of technology or an error, yeah. a lab error, things like that that do happen. It's not like all cops are out there to get set people up. Yeah, but that's one, not. I feel like yeah. some of these ones were right. But as in as in anything in life, not you all do of have, them, but for sure, not all, all, have, of these, yes, all, all of these ones. Yeah, but yeah, there's there's good and there's bad. Yeah, just as, I, as it's a great, anything. it's a it's a fantastic show, and if you haven't watched it, like I just trust me, I know. Even if you're just like oh, fucking watch documentaries, like. It's basically like watching Fargo in real life. Like, it's fucking insane. That's how good it is. Minus the wood chipper? Minus the wood chipper, but pretty fucking close. <laughs> uh, and it also proves how accurate the... What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> we'll cut that. Uh, it also proves how accurate I the... I touched it. How accurate the accents are in Fargo, because all of them really talk like that. <laughs> Perfect. Um, speaking of funny accents, Ayo. not really. No, no, not at yeah, all. A little bit. They're, they're, uh, like the Clampets, I guess this, <laughs> there's some hillbilly action going on. I haven't on. heard any of them talk yet. Uh, no, it's, he doesn't actually have, uh. he, he sounds, uh, who I'm talking about is the Oregon militia occupation, whatever. Just fucking call them terrorists. Just call them what they are. Stop <laughs> trying to make up names. So the uh, the leader of this rabble is Amon Bundy, I think. I don't know if you oh, guys remember. I know the Bundys. Remember, yeah. that, remember that's Cliven? Not a, that's not a foreboding name. Bud. Remember Cliven Bundy? No, not those Bundys. Uh, Peggy, yeah. Kelly, Al. No. Buck, Ron, Ron Ted, Bundys. Yeah, how Ted much you want to bet there's an actual Buck in Those there, Bundys but. were much more entertaining to watch. Uh, but I don't know if you guys remember. Clive and Bundy, I've heard year, the name, yeah. Yeah, the, the rancher who got into it with the government. Yeah. Yeah. So... He, here's the thing. This is the best part about this whole thing. What sparked this off is uh, there is, uh, I think their, their last name's Hammond, uh, <coughs> like a father-son duo maybe, going to prison mm-hmm. for lighting up uh, so many acres of uh, protected land and burning it down to cover up their illegal poaching uh, that they were doing. 
uh, this is like the second or third time or something like that, that this has come up and they're going to jail for it this time. And so Mr. Bundy, Mr. Amon Bundy, decided that on their behalf he was going to come down with his militia to protect their rights. Uh, and they occupied this unoccupied building, which I don't... doesn't really sound like he did all that much if nobody was there to begin with, but whatever. whatever. They're essentially squatters. Yeah. Um, with guns. Yes. On, with guns, yeah. Again, on... Uh, protected land. It's it's like a wildlife preservation wildlife type refuge, thing. I yeah, think. yeah. Okay. It's a wildlife refuge, and uh, and they're like they they're armed, and they're like we're not going anywhere. Like, he's talking about like they're trying to protect people's rights uh, against the government overreach. Like you're you're on this protected land. The the government is protecting this land is for a reason. Yeah. Like, there's endangered animals on that that they're trying to protect. Yeah, and. I don't know. It's just, it's so fucking insane because there was an interview. There's interviews with this guy. Like, yeah. what is your, what is your end goal? And even his answer is kind of dodgy. Like, you know, he tries to, he's like, first off, we're not, we're, you know, we're not running around with guns. We're like, you kind of are. Yeah. You, you have, you have a border, you have a perimeter set up with armed guards. Like that's. You're, you're <laughs> a fucking militia. Yeah. I don't know if you know how militias work, but they're usually armed guards. But, like, I don't know, it's just, what's funny about his argument is that we're trying to, you know, take take back America to the way, you know, before the government started overreaching. It's like, do you, you know how we took this country, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, like, one of the, the only things that I've, like, seen is, like, memes of, like, the statement of, like, we just want to take back our land that's rightfully ours. And then, like, underneath it will be a picture of a Native American. Where it says like "get in line, buddy," you're like "lol," yeah, or like stuff like that. Yeah, I, it's but but here's the best part. Okay, the guy Hammond, the the ones that are being put into jail, aren't even like they didn't request this, and they've been kind of like distancing themselves. They're like, no, yeah. no, no, we don't know them. I know <laughs> them. <laughs> nah, man. Like I see them around, but like I don't <laughs> yeah, talk to them. I, don't I, mean, I mean, we're a couple acres away, yeah. but you know, I, I don't <laughs> no, know them. Know we're not them. friends, friends. <laughs> like, like I'll wave, yeah. you know, but I'm not. Like, like maybe I follow them on Instagram. Yeah. I don't know, though. Like, dude, I've like, never kicked it with I acquaintances. Never it. Acquaintances at best. <laughs> it was, you know, what's so uh, uh, crazy is that the hashtag Oregon under attack. Mm-hmm. It was like kind of trending on Sunday. Yeah, 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 on Sunday, and I like had no idea what it was, and that was because I saw people already making jokes. Yeah, like linking pictures of like Portlandia scenes, or like a knocked over like like you know stump town coffee cup, <laughs> and it'd be like Oregon under attack, like or like a voodoo donuts box empty. Yeah. And like Oregon under tax, so I was like, oh, I don't even know what's going on. Like, yeah, I thought it was a Portlandia viral marketing campaign. Yeah. Guys, I just want to but, know what Donald Trump plans to do. <laughs> He's going to build a wall. He's going to build a wall around them, around yeah. the militia. And he's just he's just going to let them have Oregon, really. Yeah. That's fine. It's Whatever. It's yours. It's yeah. yours. It's yours. I don't know. But it, it, it is like keep a... It. The whole situation is a bunch of like he said, she said kind of stuff. Because yeah. like... They're claiming that the government stole this, and the government's claiming that no, you're a bunch of assholes. Like it's it really. It's like, and I, I just, I like, I know nobody gives a shit about some abandoned federal building, but I really want this to come to a shootout, guys. 
Well, it was, that's also, like, another, this was also another thing of, like, people blowing a story out of proportion on yeah. the internet. Oh, yeah. Because, sun, so Sunday I saw, like, all those joke things, and then a bunch of people were coming out about how, like, oh, if these were, like, black people or Mexican people or anyone of any other race, like, the government would already have stepped in and whatever, and, like, it seemed like the people, like, the Bundy guy and his crew had like killed people or like yeah, yeah. they really yeah the media and it was yeah. really I was like oh what's way. going on what's going on and when I looked into it it was like oh they just like sees they just went into an yeah. empty building <laughs> they were like with guns. is anyone home <laughs> all right we're taking this yeah. and it was and I was just like <laughs> quick get a flag up and it was just one of those things where it was like oh all they did was like play. Like, that's how little kids play. Yeah, yeah they're no, sports. <laughs> they're they are. Exactly, that's exactly what they're doing. Like, they're, little kids will grab sport. their, like, cap guns and shit. Yeah. And, like, oh, this tree's mine. Yeah. This However, is my tree. they did say that they're willing yes, to they're die. Yes, they're willing to die they're, they're, they're willing to kill and die for their cause. Good. I hope so. So, but somebody, who was it that brought it? I think it was uh, Larry Wilmar on The Nightly Show was talking about how there's that little kid with a cap gun. Uh, or a pellet gun or BB gun or something that got shot by two cops. Oh, Tamir Rice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And and how like quick the cops were to respond with force. Uh-huh. And he's like, in this situation, these white guys with guns showed up somewhere on federally protected land and said, we will kill and die for our cause. And everybody's like, whoa, whoa, let's take a beat here, guys. Yeah, yeah. Let's slow down a minute. Yeah. You know? No, I, I need this to come to a shootout. Like, that's... That's how I will feel vindicated by their situation. I wish th- I wish this was like an 80s movie because you know how it would turn out is they picked the one piece of federally protected land that John Rambo yep. was camped oh, out yeah. on. <laughs> or like that Jean-Claude Van Damme somehow like stumbled across and was like running away from some m- mob and was staying John there. John McClane just happens to yeah. be hiking out there. <laughs> or like the one patch of land. Oregon, we'll have a good time. The one patch of, like, land that, you know, American-born Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> takes his kids to go play yeah, on. He's retired with his daughter, yeah. Alyssa Milano. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> this is fucking Liam Neeson, like, you took your land from me. Oh, Got God. Back. So, they announced the Expendables 4. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that. Is it loosely based on this story? <laughs> well, I hope it's about to be. <laughs> because, you know, they announced that, like, they're bringing back Stone Cold Steve Austin, even though he died, right? And, like, one of those movies, Wait, really? I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And Dwayne Johnson has joined the cast. So, and uh, Remember, that's how you take a, a franchise that's, that's starting to fail. See, what did we say? <laughs> what did we say? That's it. That's all you need. Done. So, so yeah. Tickets bought. Hopefully, um... It takes place in Oregon. <laughs> hopefully, Stallone goes the Tropic Thunder route. And like secret <laughs> films like this, and they just storm the, would be the so federal great. building. It would be so great. It would be awesome. Oh, yeah. man. There, they, yeah, the, there's uh, definitely a disparity, a, a disparity of, uh, of just, you know, and I get like, I understand the conditions of like where it is. Yes, they took over some abandoned building that literally no one but the government gives a fuck about. And they have not put anybody in harm other than really themselves and they're the only ones going it's not like they took hostages it's not like they yeah you know that like they're they're kind of empty threats but 
at the same time, nonetheless, you can't just, like, you can't just take over a building and be like, yeah, I'm going to kill and die for this shit. And yeah. then arm yourself well, with an AK and, like... Let me, let me just... Let's reverse this a little bit. Let's say you and Matt here, okay, had weapons, big, automatic, whatever, rifles, what have you. Sure. And you were upset about something the government did, and you found... I was upset about a cinnamon sugar yeah. quesadilla. And you found, like, a closed Kmart somewhere, right? Yeah. And you're just like, we're going to take over this, we're going to occupy this in a statement uh, against the government, you two would be shot on no, sight. Oh, absolutely. I feel like, yeah. Absolutely. Sure. The government wouldn't even have to step in. The local cops would. End of story. Well, I feel like I feel like the uh, government or the cops would be like, oh, I wonder how they found a close Kmart. I mean, it's pretty hard to come by. Yeah. It's, uh, they might they, at that point they were just like just let him have it <laughs> whatever nobody else wants it it's fine we don't have to kill him uh, just kill one of them so it looks like one. we tried yeah right yeah. Um, yeah it's I I know I don't want anybody to die but right. you're fucking trespassing and there should be consequences for that yeah. I, I don't care who you are yeah, I don't care what you stand for I, I don't care if we need the building or not you're trespassing fuck off the land yeah that's that's the thing that's the problem it's like why I, we, you, nobody needs to die out of this, but why Sorry. have you guys not gone in and apprehended everybody? Fucking, yeah. you know, do a drone strike with pepper gas or pepper just, spray or yeah. whatever. Like, I don't care. Just take them out yeah. and arrest them. Yeah. You're like, well, they don't, they don't acknowledge the government's rights over them, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. What's, I don't know how they so, do shit in Oregon. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Well, they don't my pump their own who gas. lives up there. I don't know. It's, she it's just weird. eats a lot of brunch. I think some people take the whole, like, the way our government was formed and, you know, there's those things in place that uh, our government is set up to where if we ever become a tyranny, that the people have the power to rise up and overthrow the government, much like we did. But yeah. I don't I'm think sorry, like, 20 guys in Oregon? Doesn't is, look that way, bro. No. Sorry. We well, tried I mean, to occupy Wall Street and we saw how good that happened. Well, I mean, you know, guys, like... Obama's gonna take the guns. So that was almost my topic, by the way. <laughs> I just I know I like how every like I just love how much people hate Obama for no other reason than the fact that he's Obama. Like that's it. They don't have a reason for it. Like it's all it he, takes. He gave his executive he gave these like executive orders of what he wanted to do and it choked him up and then everybody just became the bully on the schoolyard and we're like, Hey everybody, look at the president. He's crying. What a little bitch. Cry, Obama. You're gonna cry that was all of America. For no reason. Like all of America. Well, not all like, of America. That guy. was like, all of America that watches Fox News. That's true. That is very true. You have to Which is all of America. Derek, what you need to understand about your words is that some people will take them literally and you have to make sure you're clear i feel like that was on cnn right like that's what they did uh i saw it mostly on fox news okay well yeah so but that's because i watched fox news and i was laughing at the president for crying (laughs) so um one of my favorite comments was a uh, quote-unquote reporter on fox news saying that Prison Obama had a raw onion under his podium <laughs> so that he was able to make himself cry. No. And they were serious. If That's not like a If joke. you watch the tape in super slow-mo, you can see him applying the eye drops. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing the other thing too though that I saw with like really liberal people is like 
when you cry for like the dozens of children lost due to gun violence in your country, yet you don't cry for the millions of children lost due to drone violence in other countries. Oh yeah. And it's like, okay, dude, and you're fucking perfect. Like, I, yeah, I you just, know Obama inherited a war. Like he's not. Yeah. He well, can't just, just shut that shit down. I just like how everybody was like, oh. You don't give a fuck about what's happening in Syria. And you just want to be neutral. And then he's like, all right, guys, so how about we just try to fix the mass shootings that have happened here in our... Fuck you, Obama. You can't take away our guns. Like, okay, yeah. you know what? Everybody just kill each other. You know, everybody get an AK and just fucking kill each other. Well, cause... I mean, if people really are offended about the prospect of losing their guns, I hear there's this sweet little spot, kind of like a nature retreat in Oregon... <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're taking recruits. That the yeah, feds apparently have just cut off power to. Ooh. So you're welcome to go out there and... FBI Handbook <laughs> 101. Camp it just like God intended. Wouldn't it be great if there's like bearer bonds in there? And they just, they cut off the power they... and then it unlocks the seventh key. No, that's not, that's not what's happening here. Okay. That was the whole thing. <laughs> Turns out it's actually Hans Gruber <laughs> who is the ringleader. They have they have like asked for people to come join them right up there in Oregon. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they put an because it's Oregon, out. I kind of hope it's like just a bunch of hipstery like <laughs> dudes with old revolvers. Fucking Lilith Fair shows up, <laughs> like old revolvers and like guns that barely work. Like this guy shows up like a musket. Yeah, like, yeah, we're here. That we can't let them take our guns. <laughs> and they're just like, what the fuck? We chose the wrong place. And then they just quit. They yeah, just leave. Just like, you guys make us look bad. That'd be awesome. That'd be That's great. what we should do. We should just send Oregon hipsters there. Forget sending feds. That's it. That totally ruined everything. Like, yeah, this is all cool Portland, anymore. Those they Portland kids, leave. yeah. With muskets <laughs> and like... Just send everything that they would hate so they'll leave. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the secret. Oh, some hipsters and shit. That'd be awesome. That's it. That's all you gotta do. All right. Well, on that note, we are out of time or overtime. I don't know. We're, the way we're recording this tonight, I can't actually see. So we could be. This could be like two hours out. That's pretty fucking close. All no, right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's only like an hour and fifty minutes. Perfect. <laughs> but with credits, it'll be like two hours. Yes. Uh. So yeah, we we thank you for listening, and we're excited to be back for another year. Yeah. Of talking about what a fucking crazy place the it world is, is it is only i mean when is this gonna go up that'll be later this week so uh, yeah so it is like the first full week of january yeah and already like we didn't even talk about there were like crazy ass murderers in on new year's day like a whole family got murdered uh, new year's yeah. day in rolling heights and yeah. a Domino's oh, yeah. pizza guy stabbed a dude in Covina. Like, no, hey, crazy ass two news. blocks over from me, there was a, a three-person in murder-suicide. Sick, dude. In a cemetery, like, yeah. and I was, like, just down the street at the movies. Like, yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. It's nutty. New year, new me, baby. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> gun violence is that, did is not that your, take that approach. Your New Year's That's resolution it. is That's to not, uh, not commit any mass <laughs> not, murders. Not commit any mass murders for another year. Good. <laughs> but I might have to occupy my apartment soon. I'm a militia of one. I'm well, no, two, because my cat's this... occupying oh, yes. with me. Does that... I was going to say, is your cat whole... the one who's like trying to take over your yeah, apartment? Yeah, like... she, I'm, I'm doing it in her honor. Okay. She's yeah, the, the cat's gotcha. the one that actually burnt down <laughs> yeah. the protected land that's yeah. going to prison. Yeah. 
She doesn't know or requested me to do this for her, yeah. but I'm going to. The, the cat has been distancing herself <laughs> from Derek and the media. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> um, this has been the Moons Over My Podcast. I am Michael Maxwell. You can follow me on Twitter at Jack of All Nerds. And I am Derek Murray. You can follow me on Twitter at DRock Comedy. That's D R O K Comedy. And I'm Matt Avila. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Avila. M A T T T A V I L A. I like that. I was, I was like, is he going to do it? Yeah, is he going to do it? That was for some serious dramatic <laughs> tension right there. I was like, definitely thinking about not doing you it. You guys can't see it, but we both like, like, just super like laser eyed yeah. at Matt. I waited a beat and then I went right back to it. Oh, anyway, guys, we will talk to you after the next meal. Yeah.